All right, Rabotai, welcome. Ma'amara Geula. Ma'amara Geula is being studied. Da'ilu'i Nishmat. Haya Allegra Bad Gamila. Ruwa Hashem Tanihana began Eden and Ibadela Hayim Rufu'a Shilema. Yosef Hayim Ben Rosa. In Rufana Lo Betuch Shar Hulay Israel. Amen. We are. Um, in the Ma'amara Geula, and we are in Helik uh, Bet. Uh, we are at uh, well, my sefer. It's on Daf Samechet. Those that are using this Ma'amara uh, Geula, that'll be. Um, Uh, it'll be on page Nun Bet. Vare Perashti. That's on Nun Bet. So uh, the Rav uh, gave us a beautiful uh, window into the future. What's going to be at the time of the Geula? There's going to be uh, a lot of. Uh, goyim that are going to be attracted. Remember, we learned last week the gerim gerurim, the gerim that are going to be attracted by the great uh, stature that the Jewish people are going to have. And kol ro'ehem yakirukihem zera berach Hashem. You're going to see the greatness of Klai Yisrael. They're going to realize hen amne badad yeshkon. There's nobody like the Jewish people. And now he goes back to explain uh, something that's going to happen at the time of the Geula. Now, let me just set it up for you properly. That Amhal's opinion is, is that uh, the Geula is not just a reverse of the Galut. He doesn't look at it as, okay, you know, you suffered uh, uh, to this uh, degree, and now when the Geula comes, whatever you suffer is going to just turn around and it's all going to be, uh, uh, good, so it's like a push. Whatever you suffered, you went minus. Now we're going to get back to, you know, uh, to zero. Now that's not how he learns it. He learns that all the galut is actually a preparation for a geulah that's going to be greater than any level that ever existed. It's not that you're just going to get rid of the bad. It's going to reach levels that were never reached before, and the galut itself is the tikkun of that of that item. Uh, you need to go through the galut in order to get to this higher higher level. It's like a, almost we would say, Yiridal, it's sort of aliyah. Ramhal sees great uh, purpose in galut. He doesn't look at it as an evil. He looks at it as something that's very necessary. Uh, it's like a But it's not that just the, the, the pshat that does the erev turns into boker. If you didn't have the erev, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have the boker. And as a result of the galut, every uh, day, other tikkunim are going to be made and it's going to reach the higher levels that were never reached before in history. So he says, I explained till now how the four kilkule galut are going to be fixed. The Shekhinah is going to come out of its hester uh, panim and the, uh, the guim are going to be uh, uh, lower and the Jewish people are going to be uh, on a high, and we're not going to have Yisurin anymore, we're not going to have suffering, and the Shekhinah is going to come out of its galut. All the four 
Kitkulim that we mentioned in the beginning of the book are going to be fixed. But then he says, there's going to be something added to that. Vinitkan yoter. Here's the key. That's a, that's a key line of Ramhal. Vinitkan yoter mimashinit kalkel. Which means, don't think it's a, it's a push. For kilkulim, for tikunim. Okay, we're even. No. Vinitkan yoter mimashinit kalkel. Boreolam is going to make the tikun, which is going to actually be much greater than whatever the kilkul was. Okay? So there's going to be history being made over here. The Shekhinah is going to have a kishut, an adornment, simple words, an attachment to Kuchabirichu, like it never did before. The, the oneness of Kuchabirichu Shkente is going to be like it never was, which means even in the times we have the Beit HaMikdash, where Kuchabirich was attached all day. After the Beit HaMikdash, it's only attached during the Tefillah. After Shahrit, it separates again, till Minha. Then it separates again, and the attachments are temporary. In the times of the Beit HaMikdash, Kuchabirich were attached the entire day, so the Shefa was unending. Here he's saying that when, when this Tikkun happens of the Zechirah, the Kuchabirich is going to have a level of closeness like it never had before. It's a new level, even the times of the Beit HaMikdash. Now he finds this in, in Shira Shirim, in these Pesukim, and only the Ramchal is able to draw it out. We know what we say in our Friday nights. Oh. So the Shekhinah is talking in this Pesuk, Lakadosh Baruch Hu. So the Shekhinah is telling the Kaddosh Baruch Hu, Lecha Dodi. Dodi is the Kucha Berichu. And Lecha is the Shekhinah talking. Lecha Dodi. Umayi omeret, Lecha Dodi. Ki biyota adayin begalut, as long as the Shekhinah is still in galut, shelo yatsa memena omeret ken. Lecha Dodi means take me out. Lecha, let's go. Let's, let's go out. Meaning the Shekhinah is asking to be taken out. And then what? But at the time of the Shekhinah, already the, 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 the Dod is with the, the Shekhinah. Let's go out. Meaning, let's go to a, a higher place. Let's go to the Sadeh. What's the Sadeh? That's the highest place. Which is, he's going to say, which is going to add in which is the highest place. So therefore the Shekhinah is going to reach levels that it didn't reach before with the Kuchah B'nei Chudachad or the Netzeh HaSadeh. Is it Sadeh? The Sadeh of Eden? Whatever level that is. But that's a level of, of the highest level. Bihiyot, now he says, Nashkima L'Kiramim. Oh, Nashkima L'Kiramim. How's it Kiramim? So you have to know a, a, a general rule over here. Anytime we talk about the Shekhinah, Shekhinah always is something that's uh, on the ground, the artist is compared to the Shekhinah. Something that's crushed, like grapes, will be compared to the Shekhinah because they're, they're pressed on the ground. Um, uh, bread, lechem, mina aris, is compared to the Shekhinah. There's a lot of um, remazim that the Shekhinah is compared to. And this pasuk is going to compare the Shekhinah to keramim, to the vines, to the grapes. Nashkima le keramim. Nashkima le keramim. Veteda, Shekhinah hiya niklat kerem. Shekhinah is called Kerem, the vineyard. Why? It's like the grapes in the Ashkolot. 
ובהיותן נתקנת כך שכל חלותיה תלויים בה. Why is competitive grapes on the ashkolot, on, on the stalk or on the, uh, the stem? Because we learned that when the Shekinah is going to get fixed, all those malachim that were out of business during the time of the Hormah, they're going to come back into business again. So the Shekinah has all of its hayalot. So it's like grapes that are attached to, a, uh, uh, to, a, to, to, to the stem. There's nobody, no, no fear. Like we learned today's daf. All the aliyot of Moshe were bahashkama. Bahashkama is a time of chesed, in the morning. V'chol hashkama bechesed. V'chen katuv v'yashkima b'ram b'boker. V'hine ha-chesed ye gover me'od b'otu azman. The chesed is going to be very strong. Nashkima l'keramim. Keramim is the malchut. There's going to be a chesed that's going to be nashkima as hashkama. That's why hashkima b'ram b'boker. There's going to be a tremendous chesed attached to the malchut. U'mimenu rov ha-shalom b'menucha. There's rov shalom b'menucha. Nir'ei imparcha ha-gefen. That was nir'ei imparcha ha-gefen. Se'em medaber al chazarat ha-hayalot b'shmanotahem. The gefen is going to be parcha. All the little grapes are going to come out. That's the malachim that are going to get their job back and serve with the shekhinah to bring the shef at the klayas. Ve'omdim al tillam. They go back to their positions. They get to their roots place where they're supposed to be. Then the vine or the grape is going to vine is going to flourish. The semadar, which I guess is like the uh, the little bud, is going to open up. There's going to be judgments. Semadar is like unripened grapes, you know, they're, they're bitter. He says, chesed, az semadar. Then the bitter grapes, which is referring to those hayalim, semadar, ki sotemet And then, what's going to happen? Hinesu arimonim. Oh, now, he comes to the secret of the night. Hinesu arimonim. What does he mean, hinesu arimonim? That's what we came to talk about tonight. So basically, till now, he's saying, the Shekhinah is going to reach a much higher level, uh, it's going to be with Kadosh Baruch Hu Gan Eden, and the Hayanim are going to come back, and the Shekhinah that's compared to a Kerem is going to have all the uh, grapes around it. Pitach HaSemadar. Now, Hinesu Arimonim. What is Arimonim? Arimonim literally are pomegranates. Ve'ata amar lecha, ma'im Arimonim shizkarukan? Ki hem anikraim shadayim. They consider like the shadayim. The shadayim is the part of the lady, the breast that give the milk. That nursed the milk to the child. So over here it's saying, Hinesu are the These are the monim are referring to like Shadayim. Mashkim Halav. They give the milk out. La Sova. Whoever comes close to the Shadayim, to the Rimonim, they say that the Pitom of the of the uh, Rimon is like the Pitom of the Shad. Veteda. Kiadadim mikawashtea berachotem yutzim. Oh, the Dadim in, in this high level is representing two uh, funnels of Beracha, two pools of Beracha. We always learned Gomel. This word Gomel is like when a child is nursing. Uh, like he's weaned off. So who is going to wean us or is going to feed us from the Hasadim Tovim, these two Berachot uh, that are called the Monim. They're going to give a tremendous shefa. 
to feed the hungry and the thirsty. The shepherd can come down in many ways. Every, every way it comes down is purposeful and not, not the batala. The bread is considered the mazon. It comes from the ground. That gives you sustenance. The halab is a different type of shefa. Who's shefa matok? It's sweet, the milk. It's gives the, the one who drinks its strength. Basically, at this point, different types of shefa. There's the shefa of limonim, which is referring to the shadayim. They're going to bring back this special shefa that comes out to Klai Yisrael. בקפרים. <laughs> I just need to read a drop more. Vesod the anyan azeh mizot. He quotes a pasuk mizot. Kevar ushvu zulazu. Berov ashalva vashlemut agadov vaven meod. What is he talking about over here? That Amhal is saying a big, big sword over here. If we're lucky tonight, we're going to be able to reveal a tremendous sword. There is a high level in the upper. Sefirot, uh, that's called Bina. Bina. Bina is the Makom of Teshuvah, by the way. That's where Teshuvah belongs, in Bina. Uh, the world, when it reaches Bina, that's when the Tikkun of the world is going to be. You know, when the Jewish people get to Bina, then already we know we're in, uh, we're in good hands. And there's going to come a time with the Malchut, which is the Nukva, which is uh, the Shekhinah, it's going to have an aliyah, and the malchut is going to go all the way up to the level of bina. And that's obviously, we go up with it. That's what we're waiting for, Rabotai. We're waiting for the connection that Amhal says here, the connection between bina and malchut. Malchut is on the bottom, take the elevator up, and all of a sudden there's going to be a connection between malchut and bina. And that's why it says, mizot, mi is 50, mem yud, connected the share bina, and Zot is referring to the Nukba, uh, which is the Shekhinah, Zot is the Keba. So you have Mi Zot, the connection of Mi Zot. You have a connection of the Bina, which is Mi, and Zot, which is the Shekhinah, which is the Nukba. Once they reached each other, oh, this is called already the highest Madriga that we can reach, Rabotai. Unbreakable tie. Okay, let's talk about this now. Now that we got to this point, very, very esoteric. When is this going to happen? When is this going to happen that the Malchut 
is going to rise up to the Bina, and there's going to be a tremendous tikkun and a mitukadin. So I want to tell you, I never really uh, knew about this tikkun of the Bina and the Malchut having to come together. <clears throat> the first time I read it is in, you shouldn't think, I don't want to misrepresent the thing, oh, I do these things for 50 years, now I'm just revealing it to the members of the Shi'ud. You know, a lot of these things, I'm learning it just as uh, uh, surprised as our members are. <clears throat> but there was a tremendous Yatadishmayat today. As I'm reading about this connection of Malchut and Bina, which I really don't know too much about, one of our uh, members of the congregation sends me a random uh, 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 piece from a sefer called, uh, I think, Ahabat Yisrael. And uh, it's a, uh, you know, uh, pandemic-related, you know, stuff that everybody's sending me. And all of a sudden, I see in the sefer, he's talking about this unique connection of Malchut and Bina. That's the theme of his talk. <clears throat> and he says that when that happens, you know, that's it. That's the biggest sign of the Geulah. And that's when we know we're home free. So he goes on and explains a little. And some of the revelations that he makes will, or, or, will, will enlighten some of the concepts that we're saying here today. Let's go slow. We can't go any slower than we're going, but let's go a little slow over here just to understand what we're trying to say. Shekhinah also is known as the name Adanut. Alif, Dalet, Nun, Yud. That's the name that we use for the Shekhinah. By the way, take notes on these things here. You have to know that whenever time you see Adanut, Adanut is a refer because you don't always see it. Sometimes, a lot of times you see Yud Kevavke. Yud Kevavke is not the Shekhinah. That's Kutcha Berichu. That's why we always make like a, a shiluv between Habaya Adanut. Kutcha Berichu is That's Kutcha Berichu is, is God. And then his presence that's on earth, that we're supposed to reveal his presence on earth, that's called the presence of God on earth, is called the Shekhinah. So we make a, a connection between, between the two. So, as we know in, uh, in factoring, if you take the letters Aleph, Dalet, Nun, and Yud, you can factor that uh, word in 24 different ways. That means you could spell Aleph, Dalet, Nun, Yud in 24 different configurations. Again, there's four letters. Uh, a word that has four letters can be factored 24 different ways. Don't get confused. Yud, Ke, Vav, Ke can only be factored in 12 ways because there's a double He. The he is repeated twice. So the Mikubalim write that Adanut needs to be sweetened. So we have a sweetener. You know what the sweetener is? The Yudke Vavke. So there's 12 Yudke Vavkes. How many, yudke, how many uh, uh, Adanuts can the 12 Yudke Vavke sweeten? 12. Only problem is we have 12 more. There's 24 Adanuts. So therefore, the, the Yudke Vavkes, which are 12 configurations, so 12, take care of 12. What are we going to do with the additional 12 Adanuts Rabotai? So he says that this happens that when the uh, Malchut is going to go up to the Bina, when the Malchut goes up to the Bina, that's already, Klai is going to be Mit'oreh to make Teshuvah, and it's going to make the tikkun of the final 12. Now, there's a, a rem is when this might happen. How much is Adanut? Alef, Dalet, Nun, Yud. So we know that's 65. How many Adanuts do we have to fix? We have to fix 12 of them. 
So 12 times 65. How much is 12 times 65? Taf some 65 is Taf Shin Pe. Taf Shin Pe happens to be uh, 780, which is also the Shana, the year that we're in now, in the year Taf Shin Pe. So, according to this, uh, what happens? The Olam of Bina. As we learned, Bina is the world of Teshuvah. When Klai Yisrael reaches that world of Bina, Klai Yisrael is going to make Teshuvah and is going to make tremendous Mituk. If you take the words Bina plus Teshuvah, Bina plus Teshuvah, some of our members are a little quick on the math, also equals exactly Tafshin Peh. Oh, so there's a Remez over here that the Tzifirah of Bina is going to uh, be manifest in the year Tafshin Peh. Now, we go a step further. When that happens, there is going to be a tradition that says that the year that Mashiach comes, Tisha Be'av is going to turn into a holiday, as we know. That's why we don't say Taharunim or Tisha Be'av. Well, no coincidence, if you take the Gematria of Tisha Be'av, it also is Tafshin Peh which is Rem is already that we see that something is, uh, something is up in this Tavshin Peh, Rabotai. Again, we have the 12 Adanuts, Tavshin Peh. We have already an Aliyah of the Malchut Bina. Bina Teshuvah equals Tavshin Peh. And we also see that Tisha Be'av is also Gematria Tavshin Peh, which means it's going to turn. Rav goes on to say something very, very interesting. He says that the biggest Shabbat of the year, and we know that after Rav said this, is Shabbat Hazon. Amazing, you would think it's the lowest Shabbat of the year. That's the Shabbat right before Tisha Be'av. We have a rule that, uh, you know, the lowest something is, that's the really how high it is. It's, it's exactly the opposite. Shabbat Hazon is a very, very holy Shabbat, that's the Shabbat of the, of the great Hazyonot, of the great revelations of, of the Mashiach, Bezat Hashem. That's a very high Shabbat. We once talked about it, Shabbat Hazon. And the Rab says that pay attention when you say Yotzer. Yotzer on Shabbat Hazon. Shabbat morning, Bezat Hashem, I have to remind you of this. When you're going to say the Berkat Yotzer on that morning. We say Nishmat. He says, that's a big moment. Why? He says, Yotzer is the same Otiyot as Vayarots. Okay, big deal. Yotzer, Vayarots. Vayarots means he ran. Well, who was running? You remember there was a plague? There was a plague in Kla Yisrael. And Aharon, it says, Vayarots Aharon. Aharon ran in order to bring the ketoret in order to stop the plague, the magifa. Now, if you look at the Balaturim on the word Vayarots, he says something incredible. He says, if you take the word Vayarots and you do the Atbash, you know what Atbash is, Rabotai, where you switch the Aleph for a Taf and the Bet for a Sheen, I want, I want to tell you something about when you do something in Atbash. I never told you this before. 
But Atbash is a tremendous thing. Why, why do we say, oh, Atbash? Well, who cares about Atbash? It's not Atbash. Who, who asked you to take the word and make an Atbash out of it? Keep the word as it is. Rabotai. Anytime you do an Atbash, it makes a tremendous mituk. I'll tell you why. The alphabet goes in two directions. It goes forwards and it goes backwards. Uh, the alphabet that goes forwards is Chesed. When you're going forward, you're going up, that's Chesed. The alphabet of Tashrak, which means going backwards, is Midatadin, because you're going lower. What does Atbash basically do? It's taking the forward alphabet and connecting it to the backwards alphabet. At, bash, gar, dat. So you're going forward and backwards at the same time. What is that called when you take a mercy and a judgment, you put them together? Mitukadin. So anytime you do an atbash, you're making what's called a mitukadin. So do not, uh, I, would, I would please ask our members not to uh, belittle the value of an atbash configuration of, of a word. It's a great uh, system that creates a mitukadin. Again, you're going forwards and backwards at the same time, and that creates a mituk. So he says, Aaron Kohen needed to make a mituk. You know why he needed to make a mituk? Because there was a magifa. There was a terrible magifa in Kla Yisrael. And therefore he took the word magifa. And what did he do with the word magifa? He sweetened it. And when you take the atpash of the word magifa, you get the letters Vayarots. So that's why it says Vayarots, he ran. What does it mean he ran? Not only he was running, Aaron's always running. Aaron is, uh, the tzaddikim always running. Vayarots over was used specifically in order to make a mituk on the magifa that was taking place in his time. So therefore, the similar concept happens at the time that one says the Berachav Yotzer. Yotzer also is the Otiyot Vayarots. And therefore, Yotzer is also the atbash of the word uh, magefa. And therefore, the Rav predicted something incredible. He said that the Shabbat Hazon is also called in the holy books like a Shabbat Hagadol, because it's a very high Shabbat of the year. So he said, if you take the letters or the words, Le Shabbat Hagadol, it's also gematria tavshin peh. And therefore he puts it all together. He says, when you're going to get to the yotzer, when you're going to get to the berachav yotzer, which is the atbash of magefa, in the le Shabbat gadol of the Shabbat gadol, which is Shabbat hazon, which also equals tavshin peh. At that point over there, Klai Yisrael is going to make teshuvah. And what's going to happen the Malchut is going to go to Bina. And Bina Teshuvah's Gematria also Tavshin Peh. And at that point, what's going to happen? The Yudbet Adanuts that were not fixed by the, by the remaining, uh, there's no yud, yud, Yudbet Habayot. We have Yudbet Adanut that are remaining. That's 12 times 65. That's also Tavshin Peh. And therefore, at that point over there, there's going to be a, 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 a connection between Bina and Teshuvah. And then Be'ezat Hashem, Klaise will be relieved from all their troubles. In the meantime, Tavshin Peh is, of course, Rashi Tevot Teheh Shenat Pandemic, which is hinting to us that there's going to be uh, something to go on in that year. But nonetheless, again, I, I never saw any of this stuff, but as I'm preparing this, he brings me this, uh, this, this little remez, and, and the Rav is very careful. He says the Tikkun cannot take place until Malchut reaches 
Bina, and, he, and I don't know what this means, but he says, and that's the secret when it says that if the Jewish people would keep two Shabbatot, Miyad Nigalim, two Shabbatot of Malchut and Bina, and when Malchut and Bina come together, that's, uh, that's going to be a tremendous, uh, tremendous Inyan. In any event, who knows? Who knows? You know, the fact that you see Tafshin Peh, which is the year that we're in, and you see repeating so many times in these uh, Tikkunim, it uh, could be something that we should look forward to. But anyway, uh, for our purposes, he's saying that once you're going to have this uh, connection between the uh, Malchut and the Bina, uh, they're going to be one. So, obviously, that's a, um, that's a high level, and he says that's something that never happened before. It seems that Malchut doesn't reach uh, Bina, uh, but it's going to reach it on that day, and that's going to be something that's even greater than the uh, uh, other, other, other previous years. And uh, of course, that's is Mirumaz in the Pasuk, Mizot. Mizot Olamen Amidbar. Mi is 50, which is the Bina, and Zot is the Shekhinah. When you have the connection between Mizot, then already we're, we're going to have, um, we're going to have this Tikkun of uh, Teshuvah. Bina Teshuvah, Gematria Tavshin Peh. And then the sword of the 12 Adanuts will be fixed at that point, which also gematria tafshin peh, and then tishah be'av will turn into a holiday, also gematria tafshin peh, and that'll happen in the berachav yotzer leshabbat gadol, also gematria tafshin peh. And yotzer is the atbash of magifa, and therefore you put all these things together, you start to see that there's something, uh, there's something, there's something going on. I'll leave the rest for our, uh, you know, our, it says ten hakam biyakam od. Give the hakam a little and let him uh, let him develop it. In any event, that's what he says at the end. We'll continue here. Vehaven ata sod gadol azeh ki ilan akedusha mitazek ba'anafav kosedim va'anafav alu b'misparim shivim barishon. I'm sorry, one more point here. Simeni kahotam alibecha ve'utad tapuach shemhesed giburat efaret. That's going to rise up which is considered it's going to rise above above Tiferet is going to be obviously the Bina and that's where the Chochmah is going to go and that's where the Malchut is going to end up they're going to be one I'm reading in the footnotes Yehiyu Ima Bina Okay. Again, like I said, something to look forward to. All right, Abotai, that's... Uh, yes. Shabbat Chazon is also 780. Wow, okay, I'm, I'll get that. Shabbat Chazon with, with the seven letters. Beautiful. Okay, so there you go. Wow, that's unbelievable. There's something there with the Shabbat Chazon and the Berachav Yotzer of Shabbat Chazon. That's what he's trying to say. Yotzer is Vayarot, Atbash, Bagifa, and Shabbat Chazon, now you tell me, is the same thing. And Shabbat, Le Shabbat Gadol. So it's Yotzer Le Shabbat Gadol. That's how he's reading it. That's also 780. Okay, listen, listen. We didn't need anybody to tell us that we're in a special year, but now you're starting to see that this, this, these, uh, this number, Tavshin Peh, was already brought down a few times, and... His main point, this Ahabat Yisrael was, and all this is going to happen when the Malchut rises to Bina. 
which I thought that was incredible, because that's exactly what we're talking about over here. He says, it's going to be Bibhinat uh, Mizot, like we says in the Ma'amar Megeula. So to, to, to learn it as I'm preparing, and then for this paper to come to me from, again, I never saw the paper before, and I don't know what came to me today. But obviously, there's a Siyat HaDashmeyan, we thank Borei for that connection. All right, Abotai, uh, tomorrow, we continue. Tomorrow's topic is Kiritata Kilipot. Uh, tomorrow we're going to see about when the Mashiach comes, how the Kilipot, all the uh, husks, are going to be destroyed as well. Okay, stay tuned. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen. Adkan Azadi Thank you, Rabbi. You're welcome. I know most of you knew this stuff already. I'm just, uh, you know, just for the guys, just to remind you of stuff that you knew already.